Greetings, this is James Gillen with As You Wish Talk Race Radio, also simulcasting on ESETI Stargate. And uh, we've got a great show. Um, I usually do the news, but I'm going to skip that because the news is so crazy. It's like a, it's really bad acting out there. And I'll just let you guys figure that one out for yourself. But we thought I'd bring some very powerful women and a lot of have have experienced a lot of censorship and, and uh things of that level to bring them all together and talk about that and a few other things and maybe solutions about what we need to do to turn this around. So without any further ado, I want to bring Abby on first. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how people can connect with you. Awesome. Thanks. Um, thanks. Ha- thanks for having me here tonight, James. So yeah, so my name is Abby Lynn and um, a little bit about myself is I'm an experiencer since I was three years old. And so it's been, um, you know, part of my life, um, both the spiritual and the galactic side. Uh, I do intuitive readings and a little bit of remote viewing. And the easiest way to find me is on my website, auricray.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. We've got Laura with uh, one foot in 5D here. So uh, Laura, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you've been up to? Yeah. Hi, James. It's great to be on. It's great to be on gals. Divine Feminine Night. This is fantastic. Um, Yeah, I have a YouTube channel called uh, One Foot in 5D. I started it in, I think, 2018. I'd say I kind of had my awakening in 2017, and that happened through a encounter with uh with a spacecraft um unlike abby it hasn't been happening to me since i was a kid i don't really remember all the strange stuff started happening to me in 2017 and it kind of set me on a path of uh you know uh seeking the creator and um just trying to do what i can to help the great awakening process along so yeah happy to be here tonight awesome welcome to the show so trish we've got uh 90 degree turns welcome to the show 
James, thank you so much for having me, having me on. I'm very excited to talk with all these wonderful ladies. Um, so I'm the host of 90 Degree Turns. It's a conscious podcast where we talk from anything between spiritual to UFOs to everything else in between. Um, you can find me. I'm still on YouTube. So you can find me there as well as basically all the other alternative platforms, Parlor, Bitch, Shoot, Gab, Gab. Um, I do have a website coming out. Uh, it's going to be done May 17th. That's a Monday. So it'll be 90dreturns.com. So then you'll be able to see all the updates and what the new things that we're going to be doing with the channel and the content and products. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Great. Awesome. Thanks for coming on the show. And we've got Kate with Kate Awakening and, uh, you know, one of the few venues left that you can come on and talk. <laughs> but uh, I- I've been blown off of everywhere. Yeah. You've been a very, very naughty girl. <laughs> I guess so. I'm very dangerous, don't you yeah. know? You would, what? you, I mean, obviously. I mean, just um, coming into our chat, the YouTube censors uh, came in and booted you out of our chat. I couldn't, I go, even, who are these people? Even anybody replying to me, even like, uh, you know, I think Becky Lee was like, hey, Kate. Nope, deleted. I'm not allowed to exist. Nobody else is allowed to talk to me. I... I am persona non grata. And so, um, well, geez. And so it's exciting to be here with like, seriously, some of my favorite people um, and uh, to get to share this divine, um, you know, energy with you, James. Um, I am, I'm nowhere really online right now. I got my YouTube taken. I've got my Instagram, my Twitter all deleted. Um, Currently, I guess you can find me on Telegram. If you do a search for the Kate Awakening, you can find me on Telegram. That's where I'm hanging out these days. And I also am a part of something called We the Media that's also on Telegram. And it's kind of a collective of uh, when we all lost our uh, ability to be a person on the internet, we kind of came together on this messaging app of all things. Uh, No one had anywhere to go. So we're like, okay, well, let's go to Telegram. And we all started posting on there um, collectively with what's going on in the news, which is nice because it kind of lightens the load for everybody. We're not, uh, we're kind of sharing it all together, but it is kind of a really nice one-stop shop for finding out what's going on day to day. And it takes the pressure off of me and everybody else to have to stay on top of everything because let's face it, it's like weighing on me. It's weighing on yeah. all of us to try to stay on top of everything like that. Well, I've got a question and you don't have to answer it, you know, but uh, I'm just curious why, I mean, they have got it out for you. I mean, what, what do you think it is that pissed them off? I mean, something really hit their, their panic button. Um, I just, you know, I was actually surprised that I lasted as long as I did because I was watching, you know, friends of ours get nuked for talking about the same exact things that I was talking about. And so when everybody else started going down, I was like, oh, my gosh, man, here it comes. But I think part of the part of the reason I stayed safe as long as I did is that my YouTube never really got past 30,000 subscribers. I kind of hovered right around there. And every time I would get close, YouTube would delete a bunch of my subscribers. Um, And so I don't know if maybe they just didn't see me as enough of a threat. But anyway, eventually, I guess they did because they took me off. I don't know. What was it like a month or so ago? And. I don't know what it is that they don't like about me other than I don't like them. (laughs) And I talk about it a lot. So I guess it makes sense. Like that's the, that's the worst part about it is that we literally have to use their own weapons against them. You know, we have to use their, we have to fight on their territory, on their land. We have to go, you know, that's just the way it is. 
I know truth and science are against community standards, you know, on both Farsbook and, and I'm, I'm currently in Farsbook jail again. And then they gave me another 30 days while I was in jail. <laughs> so, so it's like, and I'm surprised too. I, I've been on this long because I've been hitting it hard. I've been just putting all, all the latest doctors, everything, the latest science. And, and uh, I, I'm sure I'm going to get the note, say, you know, you're, you're gone, but you know, the good thing about this format that you're all on right now, this is going out to, I don't know how many affiliates It's probably close to a hundred. And it's going out to 60 or 70 countries. It keeps going up. So, they, they, you know, BBS, they can't stop the big one, you know. So that's the good news. If you ever have something really important, just get a hold of me and we'll bring you, bring you on and get your message out. Um, I, I, love, I love that, uh, you know, getting the people censored, getting their information out, especially with the feminine energy coming in. And there's so much sense, censorship which uh, I think we're going to go back to Abby because she was talking about that earlier and she wanted to say something about the, the censorship, the feminine censorship going on right now. Well, um, yeah, we were discussing earlier, something I was thinking about today was, you know, when we're talking about the divine feminine, there's actually a lot of healing going on for us ancestrally. You know, in some of my readings, I go into the Akashic and I look at, at past lives and, and a lot of them are recurring and this is a cycle. And, and what we're really in right now is we are in a spiritual war. This is literally World War Three, even though no one wants to call it or brand it that, but that is what we're in. And if you really want to look at it through, you know, World War One, Two, but really going even further back, you know, we're talking about thousands of years of this reptilian agenda that's been going on women have been silenced. You know, they didn't have the voice. It was always the divine masculine that went and fought in those wars. And, you know, one thing I've noticed in this particular time are all of these beautiful, strong women voices that are coming through. Um, you know, I'm actually, I'm a, I'm a part of this private group locally. And in just the past eight days, they have amassed 2000 people and it's all women coming together to get these masks off of children. Nice. And it is a beautiful, beautiful thing to see all of these women just rising like this mama lion energy coming through. And, you know, and so as, as we're finding our voice and our strength, we go back and we're healing all of those past lives that we've had, all of that divine feminine that has been silenced. So we're healing a lot of throat chakras right now. Yeah. I was just thinking about that, the mask, you know, the reason they want us all to wear a mask because the politicians have been wearing a mask forever you know, and, and we're starting to look behind the mask and see who they are. So they want us to join them and all wear masks, but uh, uh, I don't know, it's kind of out there, but it does seem, you know, they, they just don't want your face seen. And I know, I mean, I don't want to get into the details, but all the latest Stanford research, everything is talking about the damage that masks are doing to people and, and just not just psychologically, but physically and, and, and other things. But uh I'm going to switch over to Alara. Alara, what do you think about all the divine feminine censorship and just censorship in general? Well, I mean, it's, uh, you know, modern day book burning is what we're watching. Yeah. Um, and it's really crazy to even watch. I, I, when I was a child, I would have never imagined that I would see in, in the United States of America uh, people being censored for speaking the truth. But that's exactly what's happening and, um, you know, a, a very clear example that we just discussed is, is Kate, you know, her being taken down. Uh, we both lost our Twitter accounts when when uh, when Mr. T's account was taken down. 
And, um, and it's just happening to people around us left and right. Um, the fact that we're having, that I'm even having to uh, think about what I say, or it's even actually, I don't even have to think anymore. It's automatic for me to self-censor. How scary yeah. is that? Because I know that if I don't, and it's, and it used to be, it used to be, you had to worry about them taking your channel or you had to worry about, but now, uh, or, or grounding you for a while, but now what they're doing lately, I, I've been seeing this happen. They'll just, if, if they, if you hit any keywords during your stream, they'll just pull it down. They'll just pull yeah. it down and then it doesn't get out at all. So you either have to find a way to back it up or, you know what I mean? You have to find a way to get around that obviously, but they'll just, they'll just outright pull it down. Uh, we had a, well, Ch- Tyler from journey to truth. He went to go put up uh, an interview recently as a premiere and they pulled it down before it even premiered. So, yeah. um, yeah, we're, we're having the same thing. Uh, I, I interviewed Michael Jaco and then, uh, Gene decode and boy, they went after that. Like just before, I mean, they censored it before it even aired. So how, how can they how can they do that? They don't even know what was said. You know, it, it wasn't even loaded up yet. You know, so, yeah, it's it's pretty. There's certain people out there, certain names that if you bring them on your show, you're going to get, you know, you're going to get the hammer. Well, once they nuke you, uh, then it's like what's been going on with Kate. They've taken my now I'm still there on YouTube. Right. But they've taken my wrench on every channel I go to. They won't allow me to have a wrench. It's very it's very bizarre. And then Kate, like we were talking about earlier, they just boot her out of the chats now. She just can't yeah. or people. What were you saying, Kate? People couldn't reply to you or something yeah, people, if they talk. Yeah, people can't reply to me. And I uh, yeah, all of my uh, everything I say, even if it's just like, hey, guys, what's up? Gets flagged. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we got your back here. We'll get your message out. It's, they can't <laughs> stop the, the BBS beast, you know. Nice. So uh, and, and there are a lot of new platforms coming out right now that uh, uh, that are going to let this information get out. And it's it's not that far out. They're being launched right now. I know that uh, we tried to open up a thing with Frank. I think was it Frank Speak or whatever. Or, uh, <laughs> the pillow guy, Lindell. Yeah, um, Frank Speech. Could, Frank Speech. Yeah, we tried to open it up, but they wouldn't. You know, we got in there. We have a position, but I don't. For some reason, we couldn't open it up, and and I think that's going to be huge. And right, but do you though? Because this is what makes me worry, and I I almost feel like this might be a buffer for whatever Trump has coming because he is planning on censoring. He is planning on you're not allowed to take the Lord's name in vain. You're not allowed to. Um, uh, you know, swear, you're not allowed to lie, which I'm not sure how they're going to police that. But I like Lindell as a human being. I, I I really do. And I really had high hopes for his site. But I almost feel like there might be something else to this site that we're not seeing. Yeah. Um, like maybe they're going to be getting like collecting data, not data, but kind of this is the buffer, like I said, for Trump's platform, which I hope I mean, I feel like whatever it is, everybody needs to get over there because we can't isolate ourselves into echo chambers. And yeah. Trump is the only person that can get everybody over to one site. Even the people that hate him will be there. And so yeah. that's the point. Like we can have all these nice boutique little uh, platforms that keep popping up for us, but we're just isolating ourselves away from everybody else. We need everyone together. Well, I know I know they're attacking him big time and he's having huge cyber attacks and everything else. So obviously he must be doing something right or he yeah. wouldn't be such a threat, but We'll see how it turns out. You know, I, I don't know how it's going to tur- turn out. We, we skipped Trisha there. So, Trisha. Yes. You- uh, um, what do I think about all the censorship? I yeah. Mean, back off of what Alara was saying, um, I didn't think that we live in a time like this. 
Like I know we all came down to earth for something special, but I didn't know that we'd be going through this. You know, <laughs> I grew up hearing from my parents, they're from Eastern Europe about communism and all the things that entail in the lack of freedom and speech. So I, I've already heard about this story, but I never thought we'd be in the moment living it constantly since what for over a year now that it's been really hard hard pushed uh against the masses and so what comes to my mind when i think about all this like the divine feminine right because we have this round table going on is a lot of the core feminine wounds that are kind of being triggered now right like as us being creators on on the internet platform i feel like there's a huge push for us to be able to come out here and have our voice be heard and not fear of being judged, right? And we're able to express ourselves in ways that before we would be burned at the stake, right? Or some would call us the oh, witch, crown yeah. us with rocks, that kind of situation. <laughs> you know, so we're able to like actually shine our light and be who we are. I think it's a beautiful thing to see. Great, awesome. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, having read Fahrenheit 451 and uh, Brave New World and things of that nature. When I read those, I go, wow, this is science fiction. This will never happen. You know, people will never let this happen. And then now we're in it. We're, we're in it 100%. There's no doubt. The double speak is just amazing. Everything they say, they're doing the opposite. And, and they're trying to sell us a, a real can of worms. And, and uh, you know, it, it's unbelievable where they're going with this. And, and I think it has to play out this way because to wake the people up. They, it has to get so bad and it has to become personal and then people are going to wake up mm-hmm. that that's probably the only way. Cause, cause as I said before, I've tried so hard to, to wake people up, to get them not to, to get the job and things like that. And they full on attack me, you know? And so I said, okay, get it. You know, let's clean up the gene pool. You know, <laughs> you know I'm done, <laughs> done trying to save everybody, you know, just let it, let them, as a matter of fact, I'll drive you there, <laughs> you know, but I mean, not that serious, but it, it's got to that point when you're trying to educate people and save people from any harm. I mean, that's what we're here for to, to kind of educate people and, and to get away from the pain and suffering and, and the lack and limitation. But I mean, they are, they will attack you vehemently, you know, uh, when you're just trying to bring out information, it's unbelievable. Well, when, when you look at like in, in Fahrenheit 451, they had, before they went to sleep, they put these seashells in their ears, right? That's essentially what the media is doing right now. It's everyone has their headphones in. It's like yeah. the seashells in the book and they're just being a propaganda whisper the entire time. So there's a lot of cognitive dissonance between the facts of what jab, like untested jabs could do, you know, yeah. and unfortunately parents who are taking this and their children like they, no one knows the effect of it long term. It's done intentionally in that way. And if you look at, I guess, historically speaking, a lot of moms that do things with the best intent to help their children end up being on the other side, deciding it's not the best idea. But unfortunately, their children are the one who have to pay the cost, you know, without yeah, using and, all these and the feminine. Words, I mean, the, around, if that makes sense. Not to get graphic, but what it does to the, the feminine uterus is just, I mean, right there will tell you what it's designed to do to sterilize and and dump your your feminine you know it's it i just i blew me away when i was hearing that i go this is this is insane this is about as dark as you can get you can't get much darker than that but i think they can actually yeah don't don't test them (laughs) no underestimate uh, their their genius and what they do because they're mm -hmm. good at it unfortunately we're gonna we're gonna switch back to kate here kate uh uh 
I know, I know we were kind of switching back and forth, but I'd like to get your take on the censorship and, and, uh, and as far as what's going on, but, you know, also I want to start getting into some solutions, like what can we do to get the information out, get the word out and, uh, and, you know, get the truth and the, the science out there that, that is so heavily censored right now. You know, I feel like the great awakening for me has come in stages and the first part of my awakening, well, no, the first part of my awakening was really focused on spirituality and reading books and uh, delving into all of these uh, things that actually made me kind of excited to learn about. And then I started to understand the the dark side of things. Mm -hmm. And then I got into the information sharing portion of it, which has been massive for my awakening, because that's how I felt activated. I felt like I needed to stay on top of everything that was going on in day to day life, um, in politics around the world, and, um, and share that information. And I was able to grow my platform, especially on Twitter to a pretty good size. And so I didn't I didn't set out to do that. It just kind of happened. But once my Twitter reached a certain size, I felt a responsibility then. Like, I can't really take a break. I can't just uh, say, ah, you know, never mind. I'm going to go back to books because I felt like people were relying on me to um, to find this information. And so when my Twitter got deleted, it was almost a kind of a relief in some way, just because that pressure got taken off of me to feel like I have to be the one. Um but as far as what we can do now, I mean, we're still doing it. We're still finding a way, you know, it's like, it's like uh, Jurassic Park, life finds a way. We're like cockroaches. We will, sc- we're scurrying around. We are, we took over a messaging app and we moved a bunch of people over there and we are still talking to people, you know, um, in our day-to-day lives, my neighbors, I'm, you know, it's forced me to go out and talk to my neighbors more. And it's actually been very hopeful that, some of these na- neighbors that, you know, a year or two ago were saying things to me that let me kind of know they weren't quite ready to hear some of the information I had for them. Now they seem more ready for it. So maybe we focus more locally while we are, while we've had the big platforms taken away. I don't know. Yeah, it might be a good idea. So Abby, what do you think? Um, you know, so for my own personal view, so I'm going to go a little spiritual, then I'm also going to go <laughs> a little solution driven. Yeah, that's so where I'm going to go. Good. Yeah. So for my personal, um, my personal fake book page, you know, I cannot believe I haven't been taken down yet, but you know, I actively put the intention of, you know, we each have our own personal algorithm, right. That's attached to our name. And so I put the intention that when I am posting and I am putting information out, I literally cloak it with white light. And I put almost an invisibility so that when it goes out that the out, that the, the bots, the algorithm, it skips it. It just can't find it. And so, you know, I put the intention that who is meant to read this is going to read this. And so I'm always doing that with my own personal feed. Um, but, you know, in regards to what's, you know, solution, what's actually going on back in June, you know, I was hitting it really, really hard, you know, bringing information out because it's like, we got to wake them up. We got to wake them up. And I woke up one morning and my guide just said, stop it. Like, stop. They're either awake at this point or they're not. And so, you know, I, I stepped back a little bit. And so now I put information out for really for other people who are already awake to, to help put the pieces together of this, you know, this clown show that we're watching. But in doing so, I've actually found <laughs> that more people are waking up they actually are more coming around so you know i just keep on putting out that intention of 
if they're going to wake up, awesome. But that's not really on me anymore. That's their sole contract at this point. And, you know, so really that's kind of my solution. I'm just going to keep kind of trudging on. But my my heart intention is it's for all of us to help us get through this this clown show. And yeah. if people wake up, that's awesome. We're here. Yeah, I always tell people, they go, they go, I can't believe you've gotten away with things as far as you have, you know, because I've just been really hammering it. And I said, I don't care if they kick me off. You know, and I think because I don't care is, is, is I didn't create that reality in a way, you know, as a matter of fact, I was trying to get kicked off. (laughs) Go watch and see what they do with this one, you know, but, uh, but yeah, it's, I, I really do believe the one thing they cannot control is the soul and the soul activation that's going on. That's outside of their realm. And they didn't factor that in, and that's going to be their downfall. And the great awakening is not just the mind figuring things out. It's the soul being activated on a much higher level. And there are so many beings behind that, that there are so many levels all the way back to the source, um, even beyond what we would call God consciousness. It, it's even beyond that that are pressing in on the earth right now. So, so I just, when I see the big picture, I go, oh, it's just, you know, resistance is futile. You know, there's no way they can stop what's happening. No way. There's no way that can stop this at all. Alara, what do you think? What what kind of solutions do you think uh, we can come up with to, to get this information out? I, I agree with a lot of what Abby said. Uh, you know, I, I've gone through, it seems like phases and I it almost seems like we've been going through these phases together. Like at one time I, you know, much like Kate, I was hardcore on Twitter trying to get information out. And, and yeah. I feel like it's, um, you know, we have, we have kind of scattered, but what I, what I've started doing, like, instead of, you know, I, it used to be, it was just, just YouTube. Well, I'm now multi-streaming to a bunch of different platforms you know yeah. what I mean? And not attaching myself to different ones that I know have the potential to take me down because I've seen them nuke other people. Like trying to stick with um, Patriot ran platforms where I know the people and I know their intention and I know that they, they're not going to censor, you know? Um, and there's, different, there's a few different platforms that offer that. Um, and I think that that's definitely a good way to do. If you're on seven, di- seven different platforms, then if they take you down, oh, well, you're on six other platforms. It really doesn't matter. I think we have a little bit like of a attachment to YouTube because we're so familiar with it, but I don't even think it's, it's necessary anymore. Like you'll still be able to get the information out. And like Kate was saying uh, with telegram um, you know, we moved over there by default because we had nowhere else to go, but we've really made it our own. I, I don't know how we've done it, but we've managed to make telegram almost like it was on Twitter. I don't think we can reach people like we could on Twitter but I think it's a lot like what Abby was saying. I think we've reached this point where I don't really know if like, if you're going to wake up, you're going to wake up. I think for me right now, it's more important to keep the energy high between those of us that are in this fight, you know, for the long haul and uh, just keep the energy high and keep the, keep the vibes good. And, and, you know, try to try to help everybody in the movement. And, and then, like she said, if, if more people wake up and join great, if not, we just got to keep it moving. And I think it's important too. I'm noticing that I think part of this process of everything being revealed is partly so that people will take our power back. You know yeah, what I mean? I do. It's, if you see it in the school in Vail, Arizona with these, with these mothers, like you were talking about these parents, it's that look at the, like, if you look at the, all of it, it's people are the, we, the people are starting to take our power back and it's amazing to watch. And I think that that was the point 
of things turning this dark was so yeah. that we would we would take our power back. I, I agree 100. percent I I had this weird. We have a Twitter account that we just use to let people know about events, Eddie and things. And I I never go on there. I, I think I've been on there once, and I'm not even sure how to go on there. But I've always had this weird feeling like I don't want to go in there. I I don't want to deal with that, you know. And the people that uh, Peter and other people would put stuff out on there for us, you know. But I, I always there's some weird energy that I go. I just don't want to go in there. That's how I feel about Facebook. I have like a physical reaction. I'll be, I'll go on there and I'll, I'll go through a couple of posts and I'm like, I have to get out of there. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's yeah. And you know, well, I'm really wondering if these guys are going to end up in these Nuremberg trials. I, I'm pretty sure they are. And uh, if wh- whatever's left, you know, I, it, I, I'm really, it's going to be interesting when, when we finally figure out who's real, you know, Who's wearing a mask? Who's a clone? Who's, a, who's right? you know, it's like, it's so crazy. What's CGI? I mean, it's so convoluted. We don't even know what's real anymore in that world. And so I just, I mean, I can go within and figure it out, but, but why bother? Uh, but it, it's, it's so insane what's going on in the theater. It has to be, I just see the only reason it could get this ugly and this bad is to really wake up the people and get them to do something. It, it, it's the only thing that makes sense. I absolutely agree. I think if you have to push people so far that they decide, they, I mean, ultimately you have to go from within and stop listening to everything external and decide what's true for yourself. And to echo everyone else's sentiments, I think going on a local level is great. If you can talk to your neighbors, awesome, your friends, you know, this is all a way to get to people in a way that's more personal than like the internet, you know, and then obviously having all our channels and all these different platforms, you can't stop everybody, you know, so we are able to communicate and share and it's an amazing opportunity, but we have to, I think, realize that ultimately it's not our job to wake everyone up. As Mm -hmm. we've been all saying, it's not our job at all. Like at first during when the COVID, when all this stuff started, I was definitely in the mode of, I have to like, share this with everyone I know like everyone I know like just please see like the danger that's coming forth and eventually after a couple months into it I realized this, I can't because it was really draining on my own energy body and trying to have to defend myself all the time because people weren't really receiving the message you know and now it's okay I'll post when about something that I think is important but it goes out to the people that need to see it and if it doesn't resonate, uh, I don't really engage as much in trying to having to defend myself. You know, I can respect someone else's opinion without getting into a, a ver- like, you know, just the internet thing. <laughs> yeah, I have all kinds of one-liners for people like, you know, thank you for establishing your ignorance and your character. You know, have a nice day. <laughs> yeah. Like that, you know, it's just, you know, be really polite. And, yeah. and uh, you know, I... You know, I, I won't even go on to some of the other ones I have, but <laughs> but they're very effective. But the uh, I wanted to get into that. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk a little bit about is this PC correct thing that's going on and the spiritual police. I mean, that is blowing me away. I mean, these there's so much judgment and condemnation and projection and and you have to fit into this little mold, you know, you got to wear the white robe and the sandals and almost talking these and those and, and, and just live a life of total solitary or something. I don't know what it is to make these people happy, but it, it's like, it's like the spiritual police and they forgot, you know, about, you know, the one finger pointing out three fingers pointing back and, 
and karma, you know, and how it's not spiritually appropriate, appropriate, you know, to go around and, and, uh, you know, spread gossip and rumors and slander, you know, especially if you don't have any personal, you know, interaction with that person. And, you know, in the old days, Socrates talked about all the masters talked about that, you know, and they, they would, they say, Oh, I want to tell you something. And the first thing they'd ask is, well, do you know, this is a fact. Do you have personal experience around this? Did you see this personally, you know, and then they go through the, the steps and the guy goes, no. And he goes, then I want to hear it. <laughs> you know, and, and I love that one saying, I was Byron Katie said, there's three kinds of business. There's your business, you know, God's business and other people's business and other people's business is God's business. And if we took all that energy into other people's business and applied it to our own business, our own shadow side and healing, we'd all take this quantum leap in consciousness. So I'm going to switch back to Abby and, and, uh, whatever you want to add to that, or if you have some insights into that as well. (laughs) Um, The PC police. Um, Well, you know, when it comes to, if you want to talk a little bit about rumors, the way I look at it is if it doesn't smack me in the face with, because I experienced it myself, then I just let it flow. You know, it just, it's all about perceptions. Um, um, But being PC, (laughs) PC, One thing, you know, I struggle with is, you know, sometimes I I read a lot in some of the, in some of the chats of, well, you're supposed to be, you know, all love and light. And, you know, and we're, if we're talking about, you know, all these people, all these like Nuremberg trials and and what's going on right now and well, you're supposed to be love and light and and be complete forgiveness. And I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, you know what, I, I actually remember my past life where these people beheaded me. And I actually remember the life where they, you know, I was hanged. I'm good with that. Like some of these people need to go to the guillotine and I'm okay with that. Obviously I went through it and I'm still here. Yeah, their turn. (laughs) Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, I'm just, I, for me, for that, that's where like PC ends for me. Um, You know, I'm okay. Kind of giving them that, that little nudge to get back to source. Um, You know, and and so like for a lot of people, like you said in your comments, I say, enjoy your soul review. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love That's that. That's a good one. You know, I, I like that. I, yeah, there's, it's, it's gotten so crazy now that I just, go, I just look at people and go, what? Like, what do you, this is, this is your concept of spirituality of enlightenment. You know, I go, and, and you're teaching others, <laughs> you know, you know, how does that work? There's, you know, I, I feel there's a, there's a lot of need to, because we don't know what's going on right now, there's this huge ego need to be right. I want to be right. I want to yeah. have like the accurate information. I want to know. I know it, like my, all my galactics came to me because I keep pushing them. Like, I need to know what's going to happen. I need, need to know what's going to happen. And they, their very direct message to me always is you're just going to have to experience it. Like this, yeah. we're at a point where it is very important that we are experiencing this genuinely and cathartically as it happens there's no like jumping forward or or hijacking his information right now at this time because it's so huge because so many of us are going to be moving on and being teachers you know in in next incarnation so you know i don't i don't know we don't you know i don't know what's going to happen i'm along for the ride so i know i know it's going to be great i know it's going to be great i know we've already won but you know i guess i'll experience it how it happens yeah. I, I had a master teacher once told me something. I'll never forget it. You know, he, he said, trust is earned. And cause I, you know, we do that. We automatically trust people and we want, we, we project our ideals on them. 
And then they may not have those ideals or they might fall far short of those ideals. And so, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's kind of, cause we're all projecting. I, I don't think you can be in a physical body here with the, with the mental or emotional body without projecting something, you know, it, it's, it's just comes with the territory, but yeah, it's getting, it's getting really interesting. And, and I'm just seeing that we're in a literal uh, if I say the S word, I'll probably get censored, but let's say crap storm right now where, I mean, today, right now, the Schumann resonance is off the scale. Mm-hmm. There's so much energy coming in. And I looked at that and I go, that explains things. And then the big coronal mass ejections hitting everything else. It's, uh, it's like semantics where this huge influx of energy came in, everything goes into chaos, everybody's stuff comes up and then we settle down for the next wave. And, and, uh, and now I'm learning to be the observer and just pull back and watch it. And I even have the t-shirt that says, it goes, I'm not your, I'm not your father. I'm not your mother. I'm not your ex lover. I'm just sitting here, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and I'm learning just to observe, you know, the process and not take it personal, you know, practice that loving detachment Mm -hmm. right now, because it is getting, pretty crazy out there and we're going to have to pull back and go within and, and get rid of all the external noise, you know, to get through. Uh, Alar, you're next. Uh, do you have any enlightening information for us on that subject? I don't know. I think it's pretty simple, really. It's just uh, you do you, you let me do me and we're good, right? Like we all, like you said, we all we all have, I don't care how much spiritual work you do. We all, if you find yourself getting triggered or upset by something, it's because you're seeing something yeah. in that person or in that situation that is some unhealed part of you. So it's like, I mean, just, you know, uh, I, I guess I'm more in line with what you're talking about. It's like, you can, none of us are perfect. I don't care how much you're on the spiritual path and you're trying to be a better human being. Like you're still not, we all fall short and um, you know, we need to need to let people do that. Like people were going to go inside and find their truth. And usually when they can't figure out what's going on out here, it forces them to go in. So that's really a good thing because then they have to look at stuff and they have to heal stuff. And so, you know, just uh, live and let live. Right. Yeah, that's kind of my philosophy. I love and that. Take, take no stuff. What you yeah. can't say the S word, right? Yeah, yeah. So do no harm and take no stuff. <laughs> yeah. I like that one saying nobody knows what an, another soul needs for completion. And that's right. so you might have this master being down here that's working on this one little issue. And it may look really stupid to you what they're doing, but you know, it's just this one little thing they've got to finish off and then, then they're out of here. So you just never know. Yep. Agree. hundred percent. Yeah. Trisha, what's up? You're yeah. next. So with PC culture, I, I personally still kind of get annoyed with it because I yeah. think it's taking people's personalities and completely erasing it and making it just this, this really generic bland mold that no one wants to hang out with i don't know it's just it just i don't i don't appreciate it and i'm it's sure mind control. it's 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 totally mk mk ultra mind control yeah. Yeah. You know, all the things were created in the think tanks a lot of new age teachings were actually created in the think tanks especially the part where they say you know if you see evil it's in you you know and 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 i go no evil was here before i incarnated and after i leave it's still going to be here and uh and it does it does its thing but uh uh you know it's like 
a lot of these programs were actually created so they could get away with what they're doing. Exactly. You know, it's, it's mind control. It's, and no matter what tag you put on it or whatever, whatever color you paint it, it's still, it's still mind control. It's just like watching CNN or something, you know, it's a, it's, it's a spiritual form of CNN. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely spiritual. something to be said about this. I think the sign up of the new age movement as well, because that's an entirely, it, I think it shoves people into the direction of just everything's love and light. Don't even look at the truth, right? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't even look at direction. You don't need to see it. And it, it funnels them into a place where you're not balanced energetically, right? We have to have the balance of our emotional section and our logical mind together. Our heart and mind have to become like, like the yin and yang, like the swirl, you know? Yeah. So that's where I feel like all of us here have that balance. And it's because we've done our work to go within, and there's constant work to be done, no matter how spiritual or how long yeah. someone's been in this uh, practice, you could say. You know, it's like never <coughs> incarnations long, it's never ending, you know. Yeah, but your real power, your real power comes from being authentic. Yeah. And we all have our own unique soul purpose here. And if you're trying to be somebody else or act in a way that people expect you to, you're cut off from your soul purpose, your power. And and that's the game. That's what they're trying to do is destroy the uniqueness, destroy, uh, you know, all that, those connections and and, uh, and get you into one nice little homogenous <laughs> program that they can totally control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where it's going. So, Kate, you're next. What's up? Uh, well, as far <laughs> as the PC culture goes, I find it completely disingenuous. And the people that I find that are the most hungry to police other people are typically the ones that are the least kind themselves or the least living in that heart space. And they just want to control. And um, you are breeding people that are afraid to speak their, their minds. And um, is it what's better for if somebody has some, a, a notion that might not be the greatest, do you want them to hide it away or do you want to get it out, hash it out? Let's talk about it. Um, and the point is, is that nobody really knows. And so, um, you know, as long as somebody's being a good person and really trying, that's sh- that should be all that we really care about. The biggest, I think, most important lesson that I have learned so far in my awakening experience is to admit that I don't know. I yeah. don't know anything. Um, I don't have, I've got, I've had, I have experiences myself that have told me, um, there's more out there or that we're not getting the truth or, you know, I've got, I've got some idea, I think of some of the stuff, but really if that gets, if that information gets challenged with new information, I'll take that information and I'll consider that too. And I'll, I'll gladly get rid of something that I once really clung to a belief. I really clung to if something more compelling comes along. And I think Part of the goal is to take everything in as data. It's all just data. And if you can, if you can uh, separate yourself from the emotional aspect of we have, a, we have something kind of built in that we want to automatically either accept or reject whatever it is that's coming in. And if we can let go of that and just take it in as data, your soul, your stomach, your heart, these are the different brains that are going to process that and give it to you later and let you know. Your brain wants to be like, no, no, I got to figure this out right now. Um, but we have to involve the other two brains, which are the heart and the stomach. And they typically work 
a little bit slower, but a little bit more thoroughly. And, and it will arise later in just, you will just get a feeling for the truth. You Now, when people hear the truth, when they hear lies, it does start to create a physical feeling in them. I think the more you, the more you uh, start to discern. Yeah. I think the great awakening part of that is, is an ability, they call it direct knowing where you just know things and you feel it and you go, I, and then you can feel also feel the, the untruth, the lies and the deception. And I think we're moving into that. Our, our inner sensitivity is being boosted up and our, our BS meter is totally starting to kick on. And I think it's happening as on a collective level, on a much bigger level. So, uh, and that's what I see. It's all connected. The highly energized place we're going through in space, the coronal mass ejections, the Schumann resonance, all of this is part of the Earth's ascension and our ascension too. And, and we have to go with it. And it means kicking on the sacred senses where we are going to be able to sense and discern. And, and these guys are just, like I was saying before, all their masks are going to come down. We're going to see them for who they are and, and uh, not buy into the, to the, the, the nonsense. Um, Cause I see people go into, they go in, they get a little bit of knowledge and they need to be right. So they keep quoting this information and then they go into spiritual ego. And the next step is just pure narcissism. And, and it's an evolution that goes and it always ends in narcissism. And then you can't even have a conversation with them anymore. And, and they get so out of touch and, and that's the heights of the PC police, you know, (laughs) that group. And, and I like to trigger them. I like just messing with them and, and I'll do things totally incorrect on purpose. Uh, the llamas I studied with, they were, they had such a great sense of humor and they would trigger you. They would say things just, just to get a reaction at you. And, and it was, and pretty soon when you'd stopped reacting, they, they just stopped doing it. Can I tell you something interesting that uh, from being a hypnotherapist, you know, part of my job is to get the subconscious to absorb things. And one of the tricks that I would use was would I, I would literally say a word, I would uh, incorrectly uh, pronounce it, or I would say something kind of out of order, because what your brain does is then it subconsciously repeats what the person said in the correct way, which gets them to, so actually what you're doing, you know, you're not just triggering these people, you're actually implanting stuff, you're planting seeds in their subconscious mind to think about later. Yeah. And, and if you're going to do that, you got to really master loving detachment because they are going to go for the throat. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, especially if you push the big red button, which I do quite a bit, you know, I'm kind of a little bit of a trickster there on that one, but uh, <laughs> But anyway, we're going to switch back to Abby. Um, anything, anything else you want to add to this, Abby? Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I agree with the whole PC. You know, I, for fun, I will sometimes go and do, you know, improv classes, um, you know, because it's all about laughter. You just, you have to laugh because laughter raises the vibration. Oh, yeah. And, you know, in, in regards to what's going on right now, it's so comical how easy it is to just see right through all of it. I mean, I've been having a blast for for months now, just, just laughing at it. It's, it's to the point. It's just so sad. It's just so sad. The only thing you can do is laugh. And, you know, I love it because like you said, like every time you, you kind of laugh, they, they lose their, they do, they lose their power. They lose their control over you. And, you know, and a lot of times too, I also will go in a place of just being kind of quiet and 
I will literally say to them, I'm sorry, I won't join you in your lunacy. Like, I'm not going to join you in your delusional state right now. I'm just going to sit back quiet and just, I'm just kind of like, let you continue to to live in this make-believe space. But yeah, so, you know, it's, it's practicing that, that detachment, but yeah, also being, you know, just this observer of what's going on. I, I think laughter is so important. People don't realize when you laugh, your crown opens. And you're opening up to the highest levels of consciousness and energy. And a lot of times I'll t- be telling bad jokes and things like that. And people will be laughing so hard and the energy starts coming in. And all of a sudden they go, I don't know why I'm laughing anymore. That wasn't even funny because the higher dimensional beings are, are they, they crack that egg, you know, and the door's opening. And, and so, you know, that's, that's, I love doing that. We, we just, if you would sit in on some of our dinner table conversations, they are so hilarious. They're funny. And, and it's like uh, last time we were all laughing so hard. We couldn't, people were spitting their drinks out and things, <laughs> you know, it was pretty funny, but uh, uh, you know, that's the way I want to live. You know, that's, that's the way. And, and you can't do that. But, and, and stay within these little confined rules that you can't mm-hmm. say this, you can't say that. And, this is incorrect. And that's incorrect. You know, it's just like, Oh my God, you know, you, you can't even live anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I'm, when I'm working with my, you know, with my multi multidimensionals, which, you know, the only reason why I say my is because they're my family, you know, they're my friends, but it's extremely jovial. I mean, we, we joke, we joke around. It's just a normal conversation. It's a two way street. And, you know, and I've heard some people um, say, cause you know, I do say curse words, but it's, it's all about the energy you put behind it. Yeah. And, you know, and there was one time I was sharing a story with someone and one of my like guys actually said a curse word back to me, but he knew it would make me laugh. Yeah. You know, and I told them that they said like a guy would never, a guy would never, they would never say that. I'm like, yeah, yeah they would. They know me like that made me laugh. It, it was, it's all about the energy you put behind and it's your intentions. You know, that one thing now, this is going to go into sacrilegious stuff, but Jesus has an awesome sense of humor and mm-hmm. he uses it in teaching. And and I've seen him set people up and he'll say something. He go, whoa. And it's kind of a joke, you know, and but the joke has a really powerful uh, message behind it. And mm-hmm. people don't realize that. I go, take him off the cross. I mean, the guy, I have a picture of the laughing Jesus on my mm-hmm. wall. And it always reminds me, you know, like, like, hey, what happens if he returns? We're all going to focus that thought form of him hanging on the cross, suffering and everything. Do you think he's going to come back? And you go, no, I want to come back and have fun. You know, I want to hang out with my brothers and sisters and have fun. I don't want to be worshipped or, or everybody to be responsible for everybody's lives and, and uh, decisions. No, that's not that's not. Uh, it's all about personal responsibility and, and soul evolution. Not it's not his job to to fix everything, you know, and, uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure he'll, I think the second coming is the Christ consciousness coming within everyone, you know, rising in everyone. And and then we're going to start seeing the other masters, you know, when we, when we rise to the occasion. Well, you know, when you, you know, we're here with this beautiful divine feminine group and you talked about, you know, the creational womb, I mean, creation is imagination, yeah. And, and imagination comes from being playful, that playful energy, that childlike, that inner exactly. child energy. And, you know, so yeah, ha- have, have fun. Yeah. Here's a way to master judgment. Like imagination is real on the level of imagination. Yeah. So what's not real? 
And, and that really messes with people that go, Oh crap. You know, it's like, they go get real. Well, what's real to you may not be real to somebody else. And on another level that is real, you know? So, so I just learned to let go of it after that one. So let's switch over to Alara. Alara, do you have any jewels of wisdom to drop on us? Unleash the Jesus memes, man. That's all I can say. <laughs> it's time to unleash the Jesus memes. You know, we need to bring them all to the next level and just unleash them. But uh, no, really. Uh, we need to start using that in reverse. You know, when they come at you with the judgment, we need to start saying, well, what would Jesus do? <laughs> right. Unleash the humorous Jesus memes. I mean, I'm serious. Yeah. Like those, those memes are very effective because you don't see them very much and everybody laughs and it's just, you know, uh, so I think, I don't know, I kind of said that in just, but I think we do need to unleash the Jesus memes, but laughter, laughter, uh, I wouldn't be able to get through anything without laughter. And, um, you know, I went through a large part of my life where I was dark and kind of had succumbed to the matrix. And I found my way back to my inner child, you know, the person that I was before all that. And I'm totally good with that, you know? And, um, you know, I, I, I resonate with who I resonate with, you know, that I can laugh with and be stupid and be a kid. And because I think that's that's honestly the great awakening in a large part. We're all finding our way back to that, how to live in our heart center and how yeah. to just be in the moment and be present with each other. And, and you know, just, like just listening to James just now talking about his dinner parties and experiencing him talking about that. Yeah. Got, I could feel my vibe growing just listening to him <laughs> talk about the dinner like this is what I mean, you know, and this is why when we all get together at events, we have, we're like energy drunk there and energy drunk for days. And we have go through a come down when we come home. It's because, you know what I mean? It's this heart connection and the humor. And we need all that to get through what we're seeing because like you, like so many of you pointed out, it's a clown show, you know, and I, yeah, it's probably going to get a little crazier. So there's yeah. no, there's an old saying that love and joy and bliss is your natural state. And yeah. why do you give it up? And, right. and we keep at, why do I get, why do I give that up? You know, it's like, I was really blissed out and happy. And then this happened. Well, well I'm going to go back to where I was, you know, and, and let that sort itself out. I think a lot of it is to take the conditions that we've been programmed into from childhood, right. And kind of revert back to who we were before the programs and life kind of hits you really hard, you know, yeah. and, and like you guys are all saying, it's keeping our energy high. It's having joy within ourselves, finding all the love within ourselves. And then your external reality will naturally just literally change as you progress within. Like, it's just a wonderful opportunity. And I yeah. just feel so honored to be able to talk with all of us here because we all bring different experiences and background. And that already has a different energetic blueprint that we're able to share with people that are watching here, as well as like when we get back to our little communities. And yeah, I agree. It's, it's kind of... Uh... Oh God, I was always thinking about that. Like we knew it all when we were kids, we had it, we had everything. And then we had it kind of knocked out of us. And I've seen things where, where a kid was just so blissed out and laughing having a good time. And then a parent will like smack them because they remind the parent of their lack of joy and their lap and they can't stand it. So they, they try to bring the kid down to their level. And I've seen that a lot because being a counselor for so many years, I was just going, Oh my God, you know, that's trauma here, trauma here, trauma here. And even the negative entities, the unseen entities hit kids at a very young age to shut them down. And so there's a big, a big effort and it's multidimensional effort to, to shut people down 
And until we go and deal with our shadow side and those wounds and traumas and wrong conclusions, uh, you know, we, we, we're, we're going to still be running these old programs, you know, and these other things. I think we're hitting it. We only have about a minute left. We're going to shift back to Kate and have her close it down. Kate, the very naughty censored girl <laughs> that YouTube is, is loaded for bear. Uh, as soon as your name comes up, boy, I've never seen anything like it. Who knew? Who knew that this would be the thing that would get me to uh, of all the things I've done in my life? Who knew that telling the truth would be the thing that was the most dangerous and was going to get me uh, have have a bad name for myself? Uh, I did want to touch on the humor because the humor is so important. And, uh, you know, like when we were at Iseti, we when we were laughing, when we were outside laughing and we were making up songs and everything, that's when we would see the most activity. And it was like it was drawn. They were drawn to our high vibes. And when the more fun we were having, the more activity we were seeing. And I think it's important to remember that God has a sense of humor, you know, I mean, and really, if you can find the sense of humor in the bad stuff that's going on in your life to have a sense of humor about yourself have a sense of humor that oh it's going to be kind of crappy but you're going to learn through it and find the humor in it i think that's what god wants us to do and uh and to be able to when i look at the synchronicities in my life oftentimes they are rooted in humor Mm -hmm. and uh you know i don't know that's one of my favorite things yeah me too i love to laugh and make other people laugh and 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 sometimes i'm pc incorrect in doing so but to me th- those are the funniest jokes are the ones that are either spiritually totally off the wall or incorrect or pc incorrect jokes i mean to me those are the most hilarious and you know i don't have a prejudiced bone in my body but i do love humor you know and uh <laughs> and i love making people laugh and and we all have to learn to laugh at ourselves and not taking taking life so seriously. Um, we've only got about a minute left. I'm just going to do really quick, go through each person and, and give what's the best way for people to get in contact with you, Abby. Um, well, right now it's auricray.com, my website. Um, that's mainly for, you know, sessions, but I'm also on Facebook, Abby Lynn. And, you know, I, I post, I post there and fingers crossed don't get kicked off. <laughs> All right. Alara, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you? Um, YouTube channel, one foot and five D like it's like is written up here. I'm also on D live. I'm on Foxhole and I do have, I have, I'm on Facebook, but I'm mainly on telegram. My telegram channel at is, uh, the, I think it's the Alara of serious channel. I think. Okay. You probably know that, but I don't. Yeah. So I think that's it. Trish, what's the best way for people to contact you? Uh, Yeah, so YouTube will be the main one. I also have a Telegram channel, 90 Degree Turns, and a website will be coming soon, so that'll also be 90 Degree Turns. And Kate, I think you're down to Telegram, aren't you? Yeah, (laughs) so sad. Just do a search for me on Telegram, The Kate Awakening. You'll find both my channel and my chat. And if you want to follow We The Media for, like, that's where I'm putting the news uh, do a search for We The Media. You will find it on Telegram. And then I'm still doing my shows on Tuesday nights uh, on DLive, Twitch, and Foxhole, and Pill.net. So, um, yeah. Great. Hey, I can't thank you all enough for shedding that divine feminine light that you're doing so well. Keep up the great work, and uh, we're going to keep your voices out there as much as we can. And uh, awesome show. Thank you. Thank you, James. All right, we're signing off. James, ladies, talk radio, and uh, also simulcast on the Stargate. 
And also, too, we're opening May 6th and here at ESETI. And also, we're going to have July 16th. We're going to have the big Science, Spirit, and World Transformation Conference. So put that on your calendar. Have a great evening. Keep an open mind, loving heart, and pure intent. And that will get you through. And learn to laugh at yourself and everything going on around you because it's really a bad joke. Good night. Wow.